Amen. Well, uh, good deal. Well, we come here to seek the Lord, and uh, this is a believers' meeting, so we just uh, we come without any real plan as far as a you know. I mean, we plan to meet with the Lord. We plan to hear from God, you know, in a general sense, but not a specific plan as far as. You know, first we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and then we're going to do A, B, and C, and or the other way around, and uh, uh, and so we just we just come uh, open. Anybody open tonight? All right, and uh, and 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 we and we we come again, like we said, uh, a lot of this time is what it's for, is for us simply to seek the Lord. Lord, what's on your mind? Lord, what you thinking about? You know what I'm thinking about. I want to know what you're thinking about, and. Uh, I don't think the Lord thinks about things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, even though He knows all, it doesn't mean His mind isn't on certain things at certain times. And when you spend time with Him, you'll realize, uh, you know, sometimes you want to talk to Him about a certain thing, and He's not saying anything. <laughs> and then you get over on a, on a different subject, and He wants to talk. Why? Well, that's what's important right then. And so what we want to know tonight is what's important right now. What's important for us? What's important for you? And uh, in our seeking of the Lord, certainly there's the the corporate aspect of it, but it can be individual as well. Uh, you know, even in a even in a church service, you know, because we, we often in recent recent ta- days have talked about serving one another, and how our focus is not all about us getting something. But at the same time, you know, we always want to have balance in that regard. I am supposed to get something. And there is a, a valid aspect of you receiving something from the Lord when you come to church. And especially in a meeting like this where we're seeking the Lord. Uh, I want, you know, Jesus said, seek and you will find, right? And so we seek the Lord, we're going to find. And I don't mean not like an unbeliever standpoint. We're seeking the Lord like we don't know who he is. And, and God, where are you? And <laughs> No, we know he's here. And we know we're saved. We know him, but we still seek the mind of God we seek his face and Lord what are you saying today and and see some of the um the benefit in this is is when you seek the Lord for your own self and you find what he wants for your life and you get answers to your questions and you get strengthened on an individual and personal level how many know ultimately that does help the rest of us Oh, yeah, I'm better off hanging around a bunch of strong people than I am hanging around a bunch of weaklings, right? So are you. And even if I'm weak to some degree, but I got a lot of strong friends, (laughs) that helps me, right? And so uh, the point point is uh, we do seek the Lord for personal edification, personal uh, enlightenment, enlightenments and, and direction and, and so forth. Because if we will all individually get what we need to get, we are much, much, much better off as a group, mm-hmm. as a church, right? And, uh, and the Lord needs strong churches in these days, Amen. strong local churches. How do you have a strong local church? Well, you get a bunch of strong people in the church, Amen. right? doesn't mean that there won't be uh, weaknesses because we're always wanting to reach people and people are 
struggling in various areas and we're all growing ourselves on a, on a continual basis but if Greg's strong and he's getting stronger and stronger in the Lord uh, the church is better off Amen. yeah yeah when you get direction from God for your life we're better off Amen. right yeah. and so and and so I, I value these times and uh, and seek the Lord and you don't and don't don't feel ever like you're you know selfish or or just self-centered or self-seeking if you're saying in the middle of a group setting lord i need an answer <laughs> lord I, i'm seeking you for direction i'm seeking you for for answers for help and in 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 time of need and uh because when you get it we're all better off praise god yeah. amen and, and 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 you're more equipped i'm more equipped to help another person when I'm in the right spot, when I know what to do, amen, Amen. when I know what the Lord's will is for my life, amen, when I'm established and firmly grounded and settled in His Word for me, well, I'm more easily used of Him, I'm more ready, I'm more equipped, I'm more prepared to be uh, a blessing to somebody else, so thank God He's good. So we're here to seek the Lord, we're here to get strengthened, we're here to get refreshed, here to get renewed, here to get changed, amen, here to enjoy, enjoy the Lord, the presence of the Lord, (laughs) amen. Let's get back out on the ocean again tonight, remember the ocean? We float around out there for a while until we hit a current. And we get in that current, and then we start going somewhere. Yes. We start flowing with the Spirit, and uh, and we're already in a good current. But, uh, you know, sometimes we just get out there. We don't have to be in a hurry. We don't have to, uh, you know, feel like there's not enough activity going on here. <laughs> no, we're just hanging out. Intentionally, though. It's, it's on purpose. We're listening and waiting on Him. Amen. Let's just close our eyes tonight. Let's put our minds on the Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for your help. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, uh, thank you, Lord. Let me just say a few things. We'll just see where we go from there. Uh, uh, some things that the Lord uh, began to open my eyes to see. Uh, just right there at the keyboard. Uh, not all endings are bad endings. Not all things that come to a close are to be viewed as negative. There are closings of certain chapters of people's lives. And sometimes we have a tendency to, I think I do, uh, maybe you're that way, but uh, have a tendency to want to hold on to everything and make it last forever. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is, can be like me in, 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 in that regard. Uh, but, you know, there are certain things, sometimes relationships. Uh, I'm not talking about if you're married. <laughs> <laughs> but relationships of other kinds that really should end, or at least in the capacity that maybe they were. And 
we shouldn't view all view these things all the times as as, as as a failure. Like if if we had done well, then everything we've ever done would perpetuate forever. <laughs> no, we're not capable of that. We're not called to that. There are genuinely of God seasons and blocks of time in our lives that you know i mean i can't i can't specify how long they could be 50 year block could be one year block i mean i don't i'm not to, i'm not to say or put everything in one little container and say this is the way it always is i just know this that there are times when certain parts of our life have to end in order for us to go to the next thing and sometimes we miss out on god's greater and god's um well the next step, the greater usefulness, that, that, that greater place, because, man, we just refuse to let go. It says, I am holding on to this thing, and I'll never let go. I mean, I mean, this was something that was God in my life. I mean, God directed me into this, whatever it is, this relationship, this activity, this assignment, this uh, whatever it is. This was, this was of God. Well, I've got some things in my life that I'm quite certain were of God but they that doesn't mean they were of God for my whole life and then listen there are other things they are I mean I could I'm not there there are certain relationships that I have in my life and I'm not talking like family per se you know parents they'll always be my parents you know my siblings will always be my siblings that kind of thing uh, and I'm talking other types of relationships, some, you know, friendships uh, or ministry type relationships in my situation. Uh, you know, it could be the same for you. It could be business type relationships. But there are some things I believe are forever, so to speak. I mean, they'll just always, it, it's, a, it's a God thing. And as far as I can tell, it'll always be there. But there are others that were, you know, it was just really good for a time and it was really good that it was for that time and I shouldn't try to again make it into something that I envision as being um, you know perpetuated forever certain certain assignments that people have certain things that, that God has you in business and in in you know ministry stuff uh, some of them are for a period of time and they're not to be drug on forever I approach this is my personal deal now I approach everything that the Lord wants me to do as if I'm going to be doing that forever I mean I in other words I go into stuff uh, and I think it's helpful I mean I again I already confessed I'm more one who has a tendency to hold on to things <laughs> uh, but recognizing that helps uh But again, there there are times when when it, it's good and it's right for people to move on, to do something different than what they have been doing. What does that mean for you? I don't know, but I'm quite certain that there's some individuals in here specifically that need to know this, need to know that not everything from the past needs to last, even the good things. We always want to cut off the junk, <laughs> leave that in the past. That's an easy one. 
But sometimes there's just changes. And it's, and it's right, you know. Uh, you know, my intention, like I said, I go into whatever I feel like the, I believe and know the Lord wants me to do. I go in with the intention, okay, this is until Jesus comes. And that's a good, I think it's helpful because it keeps, it keeps me as a human being from being too jumpy, which a lot of people are, you know. It's just like, I'll do this for a week and do this for a week and do this for a week. And, and I knew a guy when I was in Bible school in one year's period of time had 12 different jobs. I thought, you're going, you're going to the ministry? Ah, I'm scared for your people. And so I don't want to go to that extreme and be, you know, that way. I want to go in with a commitment. But at the same time, knowing. All right. If I'm coming into a transition, coming into a change, is that a good change? And you got to you got to recognize that on the inside. Is this is this a, is this is a good change? And if it is, let me not hold on to everything, just because I just can't let go. I just can't let go of anything in my life. I got to you know, everything I've ever owned is in my garage. <laughs> There's a TV show for you. <laughs> Hoarders. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. I believe God wants to help us in this in, in, in this regard. And if that ministers to you, um, I don't think I need to carry that on any further. That ministers to you, then then you take it and apply it uh, to your life in whatever situation that that fits. But the Lord is faithful to direct us. He really is. And uh, you know, if you've gone through times where you didn't know, I've gone through times where I didn't know. But I found when you stay, you continue to seek the Lord, you'll find out. You'll find out. I mean, because He wants you to know more than you want to know, really. It's in His best interest if we're all in the right place at the right time. Isn't it? I mean, it's His kingdom. He lo- I mean, we love people and love want to do what's right. And But God loves them way more than you do. <laughs> he sent His Son. I haven't sent my Son. <laughs> he sent His Son to be a sacrifice for us. And so... Uh, it's in His best interest to get us in the right place at the right time. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God is good. God is good. Amen. I got something else I might go to, but let's just wait, wait for a moment here, and uh, not get too far, uh, not not get too quick. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the word of the Lord to us. Thank you for helping us as we move forward. In all of our lives, Lord, we seek to be right in the middle of your plan. Lord, all of our lives, we seek your will, your will done in our lives, your plans, not our own. Lord, thank you for revealing yourself to us, showing us the way that we should go. Glory to God. Lord, we just cut ties with things of the past that aren't necessary anymore, that aren't beneficial to what you have next for us. And we want what's next. Lord, we want what's next. (laughs) Because we know in you, it gets brighter, (laughs) the path gets brighter, our lives get better, you increase us more and more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us, I pray, to have those connections to whatever it is, those connections that are of you, so we can be in the right place at the right time, not hindered by emotional pulls from others. Mm, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Not living to please others, but living to please you.
Lord, your plan matters more than what everybody else thinks we ought to do. Lord, your plan, your plan, not the plan of man. Thank you, Lord. In our hearts, we know which way to go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your help. Glory to God. The Lord is good. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. Good, good, good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Praise God. Lord, we just love you tonight. Thank you, Lord. You're faithful to us. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is good. If you have a Bible, let's take a moment and look at John 14. Thank you, Lord. All right, the Lord's with us tonight. The Lord's right there with you in your seat. Getting in your business. Talking to us good. Let's see here. What's your favorite verse in John 14? (laughs) Well, let's go to uh, 12. John 14, 12, and we'll work our way down to 16, okay? Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. What's the reason we'll do greater works? Because he will go to his Father. Of course, the prerequisite is that we believe. He mentions believing in him. That's what he says, what he does. Uh, But because he's going to his father, he says, that's the reason you will do what I do. And you'll do even more. You'll do even greater things than I do. So does that make any sense to anybody yet? (laughs) So you're leaving. And because you're leaving, I'm going to do more than you did. So you're saying we're better off if you leave. Isn't that what he's saying? Well, how many know why this, that was true? It's because Jesus was replacing himself with the Holy Spirit. And though Jesus could be in one location at one time, he was confined to the physical body, he was about to unleash the omnipresence of his spirit into the body of Christ. And now the same anointing and power and ability that he had in doing all the many miracles and things that he did, that same power would then begin to reside in everyone who would believe in him amen so exponential growth exponential potential uh, of power and demonstration of god because it's not only now going through one person it's going through many many people okay Uh, verse 13 and whatever you ask in my name that i will do that the father may be glorified in the son again the focus here is whatever you ask right whatever you ask in my name. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he uh, will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Amen. So, uh, again, we see the focus here. The reason we're able to do this and and make these requests and, and do the greater works is because Jesus is sending 
another helper, right? Uh, I've been told by some uh, Greek people, <laughs> uh, Greek language people, that the word another here, uh, that it literally means another of the same kind. Or uh, basically what, what Jesus is, is saying here when he says, I'm going to give you another, let me read that right, I will pray the Father, he will give you another helper. It, ha- it means not another like something and someone completely and totally different than what you have experienced, but rather someone exactly like me, Jesus saying. The, in other words, Jesus said, I am, you know who I am, you know what I'm like, you know how I've been a help to you. You know how I've been beneficial to you being here. But here's the deal. I'm going to switch places with someone. He's another helper like me. Okay? And then we know he's speaking here of the Holy Spirit who would abide and indwell every single person. But what is he like? What, what, would, what would be the, one of the great descriptions of this another helper? Well... That word helper says volumes to me. What was the reason that Jesus was going to swap places and we'd all be filled with the Spirit? It is so that we could be helped. He wanted to emphasize to them, listen, you guys, I'm cruising here in a minute. I I mean, I'm out of here. I'm going to be gone. Uh, But don't worry about this. This is not a, a bummer here. This is not the end of this chapter is not bad news. The end of this season or this time is not bad news. It's necessary. Because if I don't leave, he's not coming. And if he's not coming, everybody's not going to have help that they need. That's, that's interesting. That's interesting how this works in all of a sudden with what... <laughs> well, I didn't recognize it before. Uh, with, with what we're talking about. Uh, the Lord wants everybody to be helped. So the Spirit of God is in you for what purpose? Again, in a general sense, we could just say it this way. He's here to help you. You have someone. You have God Himself, all power of heaven, in you to help you. To help you do what? (laughs) Now, that should be apparent to us, that I don't need any help doing nothing. Right? If I do nothing in my life, I don't need any help. I can do nothing all by myself. I don't need your help. I don't need God's help to do nothing. So I guess there's an assumption here. God uh, pretty much planned this out that He would give us the ability to do something. He would give us the assistance and the, the wherewithal to be engaged in life. All right. Someone said, I just need help. Let's finish that sentence. Finish. You need help with what? All right. If you if, if you find yourself not doing anything, you don't need help. Sometimes what we mean by that is, I want someone else to do it for me. The Lord didn't say he he. I will send you another doer, so you can sit back, drink your lemonade, and watch God work. No, that's not the way the Lord works. He sits back, or we sit back and watch God do it. <laughs> I know sometimes people have implied that when, when, when God does something, you, can, you always know it's God. Because it's obvious and apparent that it's of Him. 
That's not true. That's not true. If, if that were true, why are we told to give him the credit, to give him the glory? Why are we told to not take his glory unto ourselves? The reason is, is because when God moves, he does it in a way where you can get the credit if you don't have the right heart and motive. It goes through you and people from the outside look and think, wow, look what he did. And we're supposed to sit back and go, well, I'm just a vessel. It's really him. What if we don't do that? Then people will think it's us. Amen. And so again, the Lord helps us and wants to, he's given you his spirit to help you do it. Help you do, what is he helping you do? Well, I, I know he's not here to help me do nothing. I could say in a general way, he's here to help me live my life. Okay. So I get, now we know that's it, that's in the middle of God's plan, but if I'm seeking God and his will and his plan for my life, then everything I do revolves around him, so he'll help me with everything. He'll help me sleep. I've got to sleep. <laughs> right? If I don't sleep, I can't do the will of God. Try it. Go a couple days, no sleep. You are very useless in the kingdom now. <laughs> right? <laughs> you are, if you're an usher, you are the worst usher. You are grouchy. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Whatever you do. You're not good on your job. You've got to sleep. So I've got to believe he's going to help me sleep. I've got to wake up. <laughs> so he'll help me wake up. The Spirit will help me wake up. I oversleep all the time. You've got a helper. Right? So I'm just talking about just general basic things. He's going to help me sleep. He's going to help me eat. He's going to help me wake up. Yeah. He can help me in everything. But then it goes on further, of course, to what am I to do in life? Hopefully that's more than eat, sleep, and get up. <laughs> He's going to help me. to. But is He going to help me do whatever I want to do? I don't think so. I don't think that the Lord gave me a helper, another helper just like Jesus, to help me be carnal. He didn't give me a, a helper so that I can just do my thing. No. His power comes into play. His ability becomes operative in my life when I'm doing what He wants me to do. Yeah. And if I'm not getting any help, I might want to check up. To make sure that I'm doing what he wants me to do. This just seems like I'm not getting any help around here. What are you doing? Because there is a helper. But if I just decide to throw, if I just decide to pack up and leave town and I'm out of here and I'm just going to go do my own thing, uh, the Lord's not going to help me do that. Doesn't mean he doesn't love me. It doesn't mean he doesn't mean uh, I'm not going. I mean I'm going to hell. But why would he help me do something I'm not supposed to do? He's going to help me do what I'm supposed to do. Amen. I can, man, I can look back 
and it's somewhat somewhat regular, but many, many times over the course of my life, in doing what I'm supposed to do, I can distinctly identify that the Lord has helped me to where I'm going into situations and literally saying, help, (laughs) because feeling very inadequate, feeling and recognizing, man, the limitations of my mind are a hindrance hindrance right now. (laughs) My lack of all-knowing and all-ability seem to be a hindrance and going into situations where I need to help another person and in my mind thinking, I don't even know what to tell them. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. But numerous times, I just say, "Lord, I trust you. Help me to help them." Sometimes in a corporate setting, which is what I'm doing now, I pray that way. Help me to help people, and sometimes it's specific. Help me to help her. Help me to help her. And uh, but numerous times, amazing. I stand back almost when I'm done helping a person thinking, thank you, Lord. That went way better than I thought it would go. Because <laughs> the wisdom of God comes out. And, and, and I think, Heesh, thank you, Lord. You are my helper. The Spirit is my helper, and I'm able to do things. Thank you. Who, who's, you've got an Amplified Bible, don't you? Who's got the Amplified around here? You've got it? John 14, same verse. I like the Amplified Bible uh, in this verse. Uh, 16. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another comforter. Notice these words. This gives us seven different words, basically, to try to explain helper or comforter. Uh, Those are both words. I'll give you another comforter. And then it goes on to say, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. And it gives us some picture, an image of what the Holy Spirit wants to be for us, what he wants to do in us. And if we use the word, you know, comforter, well, that's good. Use the word helper, that's good. But you think about all these things, all these things, individually what's the spirit of god desiring to do in your life well he wants to comfort you he wants well that one one of the things that tells me is there are going to be situations in life that are uncomfortable so don't be shocked (laughs) wow where did this come from i'm a faith guy (laughs) well if there were never going to be anything uncomfortable we wouldn't be given a comforter okay but when it gets uncomfortable That's when you say, thank you, Lord. Your spirit is in me. Your Holy Spirit has been given to me to comfort me. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to make it through. I'm going to be helped in this regard. So our comforter, he says our counselor. You ever need counsel? I need counsel. (laughs) Uh, Let us not just get in the natural mindset, though, where we automatically and instantly look to a person. We think a counselor. Well, that's a, you know, that's a, that's Pastor Mickey. (laughs) I need to go see Pastor Mickey. <laughs> well, and may, maybe that maybe that you would. Maybe that, w- that would be fine. But don't make him the source or any other natural person the source of your counsel. We all need counsel. But who is the counselor? It is the Lord. The Lord is our counselor. He knows exactly what you ought to do. He knows what the, what the next step is in, in your life. And even if you do talk to a person, 
How many know we should be looking to the Lord through that person? Amen. And so the Lord is your counselor. Say it out loud. He counsels me. Amen. Yeah, he does. And then the next word is helper. We've talked about that some already. He is our helper. He's going to help you do what you're supposed to do. He's going to help you. If you want to do what you want to do your own thing and go off, do your own thing in life, you get no help. But if you do the will of God, let your heart be for him all your days. He'll help you in life and everything. He's always there. All right, he's our intercessor. Amen. He's our intercessor, standing in the gap, praying for us, right? He's our advocate. What, what does that have to do with He's for us. You know, if someone's an advocate for a certain cause or certain thing, you know, they're for that thing. The Holy Spirit's for me. He's for you. Amen. And a lot of things here, good stuff. Strengthener. If you ever need, you ever need strength, I need strength. I need, I need physical strength, I need emotional strength, spiritual strength. He is that to me. I have a strengthener inside of me. So what should I do when I get, uh, if, if I'm uh, feeling sapped? Well, what a lot of people do is, uh, I'm, just, I'm just without strength. And they talk about how weak they are. No, talk about the strengthener inside of you. So that, that's, too often we get in the habit of being able to articulate and accurately describe every natural thing <laughs> instead of being able to articulate and accurately describe the potential of the greater one inside of us. Oh, I have a helper. I have a strengthener. I have a counselor. I have one who's, who, who, who girds me up, strengthens me from the inside. And he's, he, he's my standby. You like that? I don't know what that exactly means. <laughs> Sounds to me like he's just always ready. He's on standby. He's not off. (laughs) He's on standby. Do do you think that the Lord, and I'm talking about the Holy Spirit, do you think that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, helps some people more than other people? yeah I believe he absolutely does I don't mean the potential is there not equal for all people he doesn't play favorites the potential is equal for all of us to be helped to the fullness in our lives but it's it's just one of those things what do we know that he's there to do what do we look to him to do if I go just yahooing through life thinking that I know all and can do all and I'm just kind of looking unto me, I'm not benefiting from the helper who lives inside me. But if I recognize that he is my help and my strength and, and, and all these things, then I will have a natural gravitation to looking to him. I need help. Well, I have a helper. And again, sometimes just reminding ourselves of that fact can help us to take advantage of those situations. You know, there is some natural motivation, I find, in my life, and I I think this would be true in all of us if we're really walking, you know, with the Lord and following after His plan, is I get naturally motivated many times 
to look to the Lord because what I'm doing is beyond me. And there should be things in all of our lives that we're facing and it's beyond what our natural ability is, beyond our wisdom, beyond... And, it, and if you never find that, you might you know, seek the Lord as to what you should be doing. <laughs> because in walking with Him, He expects us to live by faith. And so we're going to come up to situations where it's like, ah, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> he asked me a question. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but I know the one who does know. He's my counselor. <laughs> He's my helper. He'll help me do that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God is good. God is, God is so good. What does He want to help us do? Well, He wants to help us do the works of Jesus. He wants to help us to do what Jesus did and greater things, even more than Jesus did. Yeah, that's quite an outstanding statement. But He wants to help us to do beyond what the human being, a human, human being is capable of doing. The Lord want to help you to be involved in, in the miraculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right in context, isn't it? You know, it's amazing. Sometimes Christians will believe that the Lord will comfort someone, and usually that's thought of in times of loss. You know, if someone loses a loved one, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're feeling grief and so forth, and the Lord will comfort you in that. And, you know, no doubt, He is our comforter, and especially in times of loss and everything else. But in the same context, He's talking about helping us to do the supernatural. Oh, but the Lord doesn't help us to do that anymore. Well, if He, does, if he doesn't help us do that, I'm not sure he help, He's helping us to come with this comfort thing then either what he only helps emotions he helps us emotionally but no other way no that's not that's not accurate that's not contextual with what he's talking about here amen look look back up at at, at verse 15 or verse 14 he said if you ask anything in my name i will do it who will do it he said i will I don't know if you find that interesting. That's always grabbed my attention. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Hold your finger there. Go to chapter 16. Verse 23. Jesus speaking here. Still speaking. Uh... And in that day, you will ask me nothing. So, same context, he's leaving. You will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will give you. I will give you. What? He. Who? He who? He the Father. He, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it you. Go back to 14, chapter 14, verse 14. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Well, who is it? So if we ask, who's going to do it for us? <laughs> is Jesus going to do it or is the Father going to do it? We have scripture to say both. Is it confusing? Is, is, is that a, is, are they not sure? Well, Jesus, how about you take care of half of them? The Father says, and I'll take care of half of them. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, 
So there's an issue with these two verses. They can't be uh, contradictory. Jesus is not going to contradict himself, especially within the same book. <laughs> Here's what's interesting about this. And you can look, uh, you can look this word ask up in, uh, in like the Strong's Concordance. And you'll see it can mean ask. But also, you'll see that there's a part of that word that um, it, it can also mean demand. So what Jesus was talking about in chapter 16, he's talking about asking the Father and he'll do something for you. But in this case, this is in direct context with us receiving the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm leaving. The Helper's coming. He said that right after this. In this context, what, 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 what do we do, though? He said, whatever you demand, I'm going to do it. It's not talking about a prayer request here. Not talking about, Father, would you help me? Would you do such and such for me? He's talking about believers doing the works of Jesus. Jesus didn't even ask the Father when he was doing, doing all the mighty works. Huh? He prayed to the Father. He was in communion with the Father constantly. But he would approach a situation, a, 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 a sickness, a, 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 a dead person in certain times. And, and, and he wouldn't say, Father, heal him. No, he'd just say, fever, leave. What is he doing? He's demanding that that curse, that that negative thing, depart. Isn't that how we're supposed to act? That's exactly how we're supposed to act. Jesus left, and here we are. Well, what should we look like? Can you say Jesus? <laughs> yeah. The Spirit was on Him to do these things, and He would demand things to change. Then He left, and His Spirit came on us so we could do the exact same things that he did in multiplied fashion yep, yep. amen and so again now someone said demand i don't know if i can handle that not talking about demanding that god and not talking about us saying god you got to do this no that, that's that's not the case we don't uh, we don't talk to our our father and our god with any kind of you know attitude uh, or or something like that no he is pleased when we take our rightful place. We take advantage of the helper within. And we exercise our authority in Jesus' name. And when things are not right, we say, you change in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Another place Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. And I, I believe it's, it's time we take advantage of what we've been given. We take advantage of the authority, the power, the infilling that we've been given um, in this day to do the works of the Lord. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Lord. And so He's our helper. Say it with me. He's my helper. He's my helper. He helps me to do, me to do what, I'm what I'm supposed to do. He helps me live my life. Me live my life. Every, day he's with me. Every day He's with me. He's always there. To help me, help me in, everything in everything that I'm supposed to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for helping us.
Oh, glory to God. Thank you for helping us to do your will. Thank you for helping us to do your will, to carry out your plan for our individual lives. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for our individual lives. Lord, you're strengthening us. You're helping us to be on track and in the right place at the right time. You're helping us to let go of what we need to let go of. Oh, helping us to move forward with what we're supposed to move forward with. You are there assisting, enabling, empowering. Lord, you're faithful to us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit helping us to do what we're supposed to do.